everybody, and welcome back, everybody who uh, went to Lariat uh, Creek Camp. And you guys had warmth, at least uh, to today and uh, yesterday, I understand. Uh, and so I'm grateful for that. It's good to see everybody. I have some handouts for tonight, and I have a couple of people assigned to hand those out. So we'll go ahead and be doing that. Uh, last week, and for all of this month, on Sunday evening, we've been talking about growing in gratitude, and we're going to focus on that. Um, this, obviously, is the month of Thanksgiving, so it's a good thing for us to be thinking about. And in particular, obviously, it's good to be thankful to people. But this month, we're focusing on the discipline and uh, maturing in our ability to be thankful for God, to God. I talk to people sometimes, and they say, you know, I, I try to thank God, but sometimes my, my expressions of gratitude are a little repetitive, uh, they're a little stale, uh, I, I, I don't go into a lot of detail about that. This, I think it comes very naturally to us to ask God for things and to tell God the things that we're worried about. It's a little harder for us to get good at this practice of thankfulness to God, of gratitude to God. One trick that uh, somebody shared with me a long time ago, and I think I've done this as an exercise with this congregation before, one trick that I learned a while back is to use passages of Scripture to cue our uh, ability to go into more detail when we give thanks to God. Lots of passages of scripture that are very helpful for this, where we just read through it carefully and use the words to kind of trigger thankfulness in our own mind. Uh, obviously, the Psalms are really good for it. A lot of the Psalms are filled with praise and thanksgiving, and so they're very helpful for that. But uh, lots of other passages are too. Old Testament and New Testament have many, many passages. You can do this thankfulness just reading the stories of Jesus or reading the letters of uh, Paul in the New Testament. I haven't turned on my microphone. I'm, now I'm getting the signal that I should have done that. Um, so tonight, I want to spend a little... I said we'd exercise this tonight. So tonight, I want to spend a little bit of time getting you guys to do this exercise for yourselves. So everybody needs their own sheet of paper... Uh, and everybody needs to be able to write stuff down. So I'm hoping that there are enough pencils or writing implements around to be able to do this. The idea is you read the psalm, you think about it, and then something about what the psalm is praising God for triggers something that you are specifically thankful for. In general, what we want is for you to be thankful for something specifically in your life that's relevant to what's happened to you that you are grateful for. So uh, let's begin to do that. Let's start with this first reading. Shout for joy to the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts for the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The world is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Uh, how have you been helped by God's steadfast love? That's one question that I asked, and you can answer that one 
specifically to give some specific thanks to God. Uh, if something else in those words triggered you first, then go ahead and ignore what I said and write about that instead. Go ahead and fill in all the blanks. Just, just do the one we're talking about. If you finish writing, go ahead and give God thanks right where you sit. Before we move on to the next section, I'm just kind of curious if anybody wants to share uh, anything. I mean, I don't, you don't have to share anything super personal, but is there anything specifically that you gave God thanks for uh, in this first section about God's steadfast love in the world? I will have to confess that I was triggered by the, by the phrase, the word of the Lord is upright. And so I actually caught on that before I got to the steadfast love of God. So I wrote about that. Because in my life, oh, everybody's life's got this, but in my life I've had 
plenty of reason to be resentful, and plenty of people that, uh, uh, and some specific people that I feel like have hurt those that are close to me, and um, that's been a struggle, but I feel like I, I probably haven't gone as far down that bunny hole of resentment as I would have gone if it weren't for the Sermon on the Mount that we've just finished preaching on on Sunday morning. That's been a huge help to me over and over again to say, you know, you're not just, <laughs> turn the other cheek, love your enemies, pray for those who despitefully use you, try to be better than the people that are around you. God's word really is upright. And it's been a big blessing in my life. And I give God thanks for that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. of hell being where God is not and so where there's no kindness at all and to realize that when you encounter kindness here that's a reflection of God that's beautiful probably have time for one more if anybody wants to share uh, yeah go ahead Lynn. really yeah That's beautiful, yeah, yeah. When you guys would sing as a group, yeah, that's great. All right, well, let's read this next section. Uh, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. By the breath of his mouth, all their host. So, 
Have you ever been blessed by God's day or night sky? Explain it to God. Still see pens moving, pencils. I'll go ahead and start on this one as well. Uh, this one's one where there's there's too much. There's too much for me. I this is one where God makes me smile a lot of days, just by the beauty of what's in the sky. And I bet a lot of you put things like that. But uh, last night. Uh, driving home from a wedding that we went to in El Reno. The moon, almost full moon, was up at 4.45. It was still broad daylight, but there was the moon. It just happened to be right on our path, driving back from El Reno. And it was just beautiful. It was just kind of like, hello. And, uh, and uh, we stopped at a restaurant. The Green Chili Kitchen. That's right. The Green Chili Kitchen in Yukon, which I recommend. And uh, so when we came out, it was about 6.45, and it was just gone twilight, and there was one star in the sky. And it was another one of those just moments, you know, just wow, pizzazz. God does that a lot. I mean, it's, it's subtle, but if you're paying attention, it's just like, yeah, a little kiss for you, a little hug for you, a little love for you. I don't know. That gets to me. Maybe I'm kind of soppy, but that gets to me a lot. Anybody else? 
been blessed by the sky? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Russell said, at sea, where you're far away from light pollution, the night sky is indescribable. Anybody else? Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's a good one. Let's uh, let's go on because I'm seeing the time go by. Um, he gathers the water of the sea as a heap. He puts the deep in storehouses. That's actually first line of that song uh, that you led us in, Russell. Uh, it was about God's control of the waters. Have you ever received any blessing from water? The whole point of this is to just let your imagination go over the blessings of God and to see what sparks in you. So have you ever received any blessings from God's control of the waters? How has that happened? Write something to God about it.
Anybody want to share one on this one? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Spoken like a scientist. Pam said she's grateful for the underwater aquifers that God has gathered up the water and placed it there for us and made it available for us, which we all rely on. That's good. Somebody else had, yes. Yeah. Very good. I like it. She said when she was baptized, and what was the other one? Oh, yeah, quenching your thirst. That's right. That's the one that got me. Yeah. made it so yeah healthy for us to drink that's right very good yeah 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 you see it yeah Incredible. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right, let's keep going. Mindful of our time. Psalms 33, 8 and 9. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. Uh, This one's more general, but think of one thing you're most grateful for in God's creation. And then be specific about why.
Anybody want to share on this one? I still see people writing, but that's okay. Go ahead, Grant. It's all right. Do it. The what's that he made for us? Food. I'm going to say amen to that one. Fish, because they're pretty and they taste good. All right. He has no grandchildren or great-grandchildren. I like it. God made us all. That's good. That's good. Anybody else? Yeah. The sense of smell. You're grateful he made that. Yeah. <laughs> We could just, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, we could have had a world without that. We could survive probably without that. That's good. I, will, I put, oh, yeah, go ahead, Ruby. But yes, very good. This is the one that I almost cried on because I thought God could have made us where we don't need each other. We could, he could have made us all just kind of like tigers, individuals, you know. And, uh, and I'm really glad that that's not the way we live our lives, that we have each other. I know we cause each other problems, but it is so good that we're not alone. I really am grateful for that aspect of creation. Jerry, did you have your hand up? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Somebody else had a hand up too for a minute, but oh, Amen. Created the Bible so it can teach us how to be saved. That's good. That kind of um, leads to some of this next idea. Let's read this last passage. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love, that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our souls wait for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart is glad in him because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Uh, a lot of things in there that might trigger you, but uh, I picked out a name, one good thing that in your life that has come from putting your trust in God.
Anybody want to share on this one? Yeah, Bill. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Nate. Amen. That's good. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. That's why I put down two. Yeah. Amen. Yep. That's good. That's good. That was the first one that came to my mind on this one. How many of you uh, smiled while you were doing any part of this exercise? Me too. Um, Danielle, how much do you like banana pudding? You like it a lot. Well, I'm not, it's one of my very favorite desserts. Every time that Danielle or somebody else makes banana pudding, I smile because I know that they have done it at least partly because they know I like it, right? It is a gift to me. And, um, and there's something extra sweet <laughs> about a gift like that where you know somebody has given you that just because it's you and because they know you want it uh, we should give God thanks because God's God and and because he deserves it and because he's done these amazing things but part of the the roundabout benefit of of learning this discipline of gratitude to God of being mature about remembering to thank God in our prayers and to make that a regular part of our prayer life, saying thank you to God and doing it in detail like we've tried to do tonight, is you also are blessing yourself because you're reminding yourself of all the way God is giving you gifts. God is sneaking around behind your back and planting these little Easter eggs for you 
to make you happy in big and small ways, to give you joy. He's, he's in your life even when you didn't see him in your life setting these things up. It is a, it is a, a great way to strengthen your faith and to give yourself strength when the t- tough times come is to make yourself uh, a regular giver of praise to God, a giver of gratitude to God. Um, the psalmist tells us we put our trust in you. We put our trust in you. Uh, week after week, Jeremy and I get up and we offer some version of the invitation. You've heard it hundreds of times if you've been at Wilshire. And every version of it is basically that. Put your trust in God by way of Jesus Christ, his mighty son. If you need prayers, if you need help, if you need to put on Jesus Christ in baptism, then we invite you to come as we stand and are led in song.